are listening to the Certified Personal Trainer Podcast, a show by personal trainers for personal trainers. It's time. It's time to become a better trainer, get more clients, and change more and lives. Change more lives. And now, here's your host, the head coach and founder of Fitness Mentors, Eddie Lester. Hey guys, welcome to Fitness Mentors Certified Personal Trainer Podcast. I am your host, Eddie Lester, and I'm extremely excited to be here today as we talk about the best exercise science careers and their education paths necessary for each one. So I've always had a huge interest in exercise science. Uh, Ever since I was uh, growing up as a kid, I surfed competitively and really got into understanding the fact that improving my fitness could improve my ability to compete at a sport. So I really got into understanding uh, the the education side of exercise science and fitness and those sort of career paths um, when I realized that I wanted to go to school for exercise science. And specifically in, you know, coming out of high school, I tried to go the the, the business route at a, a local community college, and it just wasn't that exciting to me and, and really started to do a lot of research around, you know, what careers can I have in exercise science? Uh, what does an exercise science degree uh, qualify me for? And then what are sort of the upper tiers involved in exercise science of career paths? And Really, what I decided was I'm going to go to Long Beach State University and uh, get my degree in kinesiology, basically exercise science degree in kinesiology, and that has allowed me to work in the fitness industry all the way up until uh, you know where I'm at now in which I can assist personal trainers with making the right decisions and really uh, assist college students and people looking to go the exercise science career path. Uh, really help them to choose and make the best decision for their future careers. So I'm very excited today to talk about basically the five, we'll say most popular exercise science careers. And uh, then basically, you know, how do you achieve each career path through education and then work your way up to working in this field? So first off, I want to start by talking about what exactly is exercise science. And basically, Exercise science is going to, we'll say, describe the study of the body under the stress of exercise, including acute and chronic adaptations. So basically what this might be is, is how does the body adapt to exercise uh, in the short term as well as in the long term? And, uh, you know, just just like uh, when somebody does a cardio routine, like goes on a three-mile jog, what is the science around what's happening to the heart during this jog? What about the effects afterwards on the heart from this jog? What if you do this for many, many weeks in a row and build up an adaptation that improves your cardiovascular capacity? So I really loved the sciences all around the body and its ability to adapt to stress and specifically the stress of exercise. So When you think of exercise science, there's a a few different specific fields and paths that you can kind of go on, and uh, we'll say some areas of study around this exercise science are are areas like kinesiology, which is just the study of human movement, fitness and health, and there's a ton of careers inside of fitness and health, 
uh, exercise physiology to directly study the effects of exercise in a lab. Then you have something like biomechanics to help uh, maybe athletes improve their ability to move in a more efficient way and therefore improve their ability to compete at a specific sport. And then you have things like exercise and nutrition uh, pathways that are very, very you know popular as well as nutrition. Nutrition is such an important thing to our lives. And how does nutrition affect the body's ability to adapt to the stress of exercise? So exercise science is an awesome career path. There's so much... Uh, we'll say that goes into your decision when you think about what you're going to choose as a career, but getting an exercise science degree opens you up to a lot of different, we'll say, career paths. So I wanted to kind of clearly explain what those career paths might look like and maybe a good strategy or, or career path from while you're in school to after school to then going to uh uh, you know, graduate school and even going to further beyond, uh, we'll say doctorate program schools based on what you want to do at, in the field of exercise science. So what can you do with an exercise science degree? So guys, actually, just as a heads up, we're pulling all of this from our blog on our website uh, under fitnessmentors.com slash exercise hyphen science hyphen careers. So if you want to learn more and read through a lot of what I'm going through, you can check that out on our website. But what can you do with an exercise science degree? So 100%, most of, or some of the most popular, we'll say, career paths in exercise science typically require an additional level of education, like a graduate school or a doctorate school. I'm going to list those first, and those are becoming a doctor, uh, an MD, you have an exercise physiologist, does require a graduate program. You have a registered dietitian, which requires its own program as well. Occupational therapy or occupational therapist. A physical therapist, definitely requires a, a you know your doctorate in physical therapy. And then a physician's assistant, which requires an additional two-year school as well. So those are kind of, when you think of those career paths, if you're going into exercise science and you want to take advantage of one of those career paths, you're definitely going to have to add school on top of your undergraduate degree in or your bachelor's in exercise science. So uh, what are some of the popular, we'll say, career paths with just a, a undergraduate degree or just a bachelor's in exercise science? Some of those are an athletic director, maybe a community program director for your city, a massage therapist, a recreation or sports director for a parks and rec company, a sports coach. So actually you can coach uh, with an exercise science degree, and that allows you to coach uh, anywhere from you know the high school level and beyond, depending on your experience. And then you have your sports facility manager, so maybe the manager at a gym chain could be great there. Uh, strength and conditioning coach is also very common, uh, and I know a lot of you that, that want to help athletes get to the next level and become a strength and conditioning specialist uh, or a certified strength and conditioning specialist, that you definitely need that bachelor's degree in order to earn that even certification to work at the high school and college and pro level to work with athletes. So uh, those are some of the more common, we'll say, uh, career paths or careers that you can choose with just stopping at a at a undergraduate bachelor's degree in exercise science. And I wanted to now kind of talk about, so out of all of those, what uh, can you do and what career path can you take if you're looking to achieve, we'll say, a career in exercise science or a specific pathway? And there's one 
and this is literally the most popular exercise science career, uh, there's, there's one thing that I always recommend starting at, regardless of where you're at in your decision to go to uh, school for exercise science, I highly recommend that you become a personal trainer. Now, why is this? This is really because you can make quick money, get certified quickly, and start training and getting real-world hands-on experience working with people that are trying to achieve athletic and fitness and health goals. If you plan to be a doctor, if you're a personal trainer first, you're going to know all of the fitness and, uh, we'll say, uh, movement elements that can help you in your career as a doctor. Same thing as a physical therapist. If you want to go to that additional level or go to graduate school for a specific field like a physical therapy or becoming a doctor or a registered dietitian, things like that, even starting as a personal trainer really will help you to, we'll say, pay for your schooling because you're going to have an instant career um, and then really just help you to get that, that knowledge of or that base knowledge of how people achieve exercise science related goals. So, um, We'll say, how do you get started as a personal trainer? This is actually the, the route that I took. Uh, when I decided that I wanted to go to school for exercise science, I had to change all of my classes at the community college I was at, but I also got a personal training certification. And this personal training certification allowed me to work at a gym and literally put myself through school to achieve a bachelor's degree in exercise science. And uh, specifically, kinesiology was my choice. So, this is, in my opinion, a great starting block for a career in exercise science because you're going to get so much experience and it's relatively easy to become a personal trainer, especially if you're committed to learning and getting a personal training certification. Uh, we have some, some great uh, blogs on the top personal training certifications on our site, but just to name a few, you have uh, NASM, National Academy of Sports Medicine, uh, ISSA, uh, International Sports Science Association, uh, Fitness Mentors, and then as well as a, a company like ASM, American Council on Exercise. Those are kind of the, the top four that uh, we typically recommend people go with uh, to become a personal trainer. If you're looking for more to become a virtual personal trainer and help people online achieve fitness goals, that's where Fitness Mentors is going to be your best option there. Um, but once again, top five reasons for becoming a personal trainer and why it's one of the most popular exercise science careers, it because it's because it puts money in your pocket pretty quickly, allows you to gain experience in exercise science uh, in the field, uh, really helps pay for college, like I mentioned, and then really, once again, provides a strong foundation to further your exercise science studies. So then, what is the second most popular exercise science-related career? It is a physical therapist. So a physical therapist is going to assist people coming off of an injury to improve their ability to move, we'll say, and reduce pain. And, you know, sometimes this can be as, as, as crazy as a knee replacement in which they need to uh, basically relearn how to use those muscles around the knee and really gain strength in that weak joint. Uh, could also be something as simple as a, uh, a muscle tear that they need to slowly work back to full health. There's so many different, we'll say, uh, opportunities that a physical therapist can work with and specialize in with a particular field or with a particular, we'll say, a, a specialty. So something like uh, physical therapists that work with people through basketball injuries or, uh, you know, really uh, an athletic trainer that helps with or that is a physical therapist that can basically coach someone from a torn ACL on the basketball court all the way to getting back to playing shape. So, uh, when we think of a physical therapist, you do need an additional 
graduate degree, and then an additional doctorate in physical therapy. So it's three additional years of schooling after you get your bachelor's degree in exercise science. That's a, basically a seven-year career track or, or, or a pathway to get you to become a physical therapist. But physical therapists typically make around the six-figure mark pretty quickly out of school. So uh, the average median pay for physical therapists in the United States is about $90,000 per year. But you know, starting at 60,000 and working way up to 100,000 then opening your own physical therapy practice uh, that nets you, you know, a lot more than that, multiple six figures is a great way to be very successful in an exercise science related career. So, um, yes, once again, you need that that uh, additional education and also keep in mind this that extra education does cost a lot of money. Um, the University of Delaware's doctorate, doctoral program for physical therapy costs around $75,000 for just the schooling element. And once again, that is on top of the money you paid for your bachelor's degree. So when you think of the investment to become a physical therapist, it is going to cost you significantly more, but it is a very popular exercise science career path. All right, next, the third most popular, uh, according to our research, is an ath- or is becoming an athletic trainer. So athletic trainer can range anywhere from a strength and conditioning coach to an actual coach that helps people improve at a specific sport or helps people uh, improve uh, specific types of uh, training relating to a sport that they play. So uh, this is really going to be kind of the next level of a personal trainer. A personal trainer does, we'll say, work with people achieving normal fitness goals. An athletic trainer does, we'll say, have additional education in how to improve specific, we'll say, uh, or sports-specific training adaptations. And this does typically require a specialty program uh, through your bachelor's degree or uh, through, or that will help you pass a state licensure exam. So an athletic trainer is registered through the state and does require a license to become an athletic trainer. And that typically requires a specific type of schooling. So there's an athletic training program. And uh, the, yeah, actually at Long Beach State, when I was there, it was an athletic training education program. They called it ATEP. And that, that was specifically for kinesiology students that wanted to become an athletic trainer and get an athletic training licensure to help you work with a college sports team or a professional sports team, things like that. Um, so the, what does it say? The, the athletic trainers have a median income of around $47,000. Uh, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, and uh, the it has a, a rapid employment rate uh, at 23% when looking out. So basically, this field is going to be growing in the next few years. So uh, also, one of the coolest things about uh, athletic trainer careers is that they often work along athletes uh, within educational settings. And that's, that's you know, if you, if you want to help an athlete go from high school to college to pro and work with these, these types of people or, or work for a college that trains specifically the football team or the baseball team or all teams, this is a great way to go to get your athletic training uh, uh, licensure. And that's a great thing to do. It also, those will typically require you to also have your certified strength and conditioning specialist certification. But once again, very fun. You get to work with athletes uh, of all ages and, and oftentimes college level to improve their athleticism. All right, next is an exercise physiologist. Now, an exercise physiologist is going to require an additional two years of schooling. So that's a, a, a uh, we'll say, graduate 
a degree or a master's degree in exercise physiology. So four years of your bachelor's and two years of your master's degree gets you to become an exercise physiologist. Exercise physiologists, once again, are the ones that typically work in uh, exercise labs that study the human body under the stress of exercise. And I loved this class in, in, in college because it basically showed, okay, here's where you're at uh, as it relates to the rest of the world in your cardiorespiratory conditioning. So there, there was a specific test they did called a VO2 max test. This is the real one where you're actually strapping the uh, something that you breathe into that measures your VO2 max or measures the uh, volume of oxygen you breathe in and exhale carbon dioxide. And it'll tell you how in shape you are relative to the entire population. Studying this type of stuff has allowed us to truly understand how the body is so amazing and why it is so amazing at adapting to exercise stress. All of the parameters around what happens when you achieve a fitness goal uh, are, are all shown in this setting in the laboratory. And it's so cool to, to measure people, see where they're at, push them to go to their hardest um, and, uh, uh, I, would, I actually even volunteered to be one of the cyclists during a full VO2 max test in front of the class. And, uh, everyone was just cheering me on and I pushed my, my max, uh, heart rate I've ever had. I think I got 190, 90 mile, or, uh, uh, beats per minute heart rate, but it was just really fun. And it's a really, really fun environment to learn all about the, how the body works under the stress of exercise with direct metabolic testing. So it's basically doing fitness assessments uh, on steroids, not to be too cliche in the fitness industry using that uh, uh, comparison. But um, yes, but most exercise physiologists, half of all of them are self-employed and they do contract work at schools uh, under certain uh, uh, laboratory settings and also are, are hired to perform specific research uh research uh, jobs that will assist with understanding a, a type of exercise adaptation. All right, and then the fifth one that we're gonna talk about, which is uh, very popular as well, is to become a PE teacher, or a physical education teacher. This, if you like working with kids, this is your go-to. It is a an awesome and rewarding uh career path that will allow you to work, or help kids get in shape, and just, just experience, uh, you know, what a physically active life is. And, uh, an average PE teacher makes around $43,000 per year. Uh, and, and, uh, while this is the lowest, we'll say salary on this list, the benefits of a PE teacher are typically a nine month work year in which you have summers off, uh, very good pensions. You work for a school district that typically, uh, allows you to work your way towards a pension, meaning you work 30 years and you retain your 90% of your salary for the rest of your life afterwards. It's like a built-in retirement program. And uh, yeah, so all the benefits of what an, an a actual teacher has, a PE teacher can get as well. And once again, you get to play, you get to hang out with kids, be in fit, fitness equipment all day, or fitness uh, attire all day long. You get to uh, encourage kids and help them in their development. A lot of really rewarding stuff goes on as far as uh, becoming a PE teacher. But what do you need as far as education to become a PE teacher? 
you do have to get your teaching credential on top of your bachelor's degree in exercise science. So it's an additional one year program that will allow you to get your teaching credential relating to physical education. Uh, very, very not, not a ton of extra school and not, not extremely expensive, but that's you do need those four years of your bachelor's degree. And then you need that additional teaching credential, which you go to school for at your uh, typical, as a, as a quick little graduate program. So what about the considerations for uh, your exercise science degrees and what additional education you need? So just to kind of wrap up what we went through, what exercise science careers can you do that don't require an exercise science degree or a bachelor's degree? This includes personal training, which just requires a certification, aerobics instructor or group fitness instructor, a fitness coach, a gym manager, a massage therapist, and a physical therapy assistant. Those can all be achieved with certifications in their respected fields. Then uh, what exercise science careers require a bachelor's degree? Just to list them really quick. You have your athletic director, community program director, kinesiologist, uh, massage therapist uh, to a specific, another additional level. Uh, kind of massage therapy programs can be done through a, uh, we'll say an a total 500 hour program or get a degree as well. So we included that on both lists. Uh, athletic trainer, physical education teacher, uh, recreation and sports director. Uh, a nurse is just a bachelor's degree. Uh, it's, it's more of a uh, RN program or registered nursing program. It's not quite, doesn't quite follow under exercise science, but it's in that uh, field of health science. So included that. Sports coach, facility manager, uh, sports facility manager, and then a strength and conditioning coach. Those all do require your bachelor's degrees. And then finally, what about those careers that, that you need to get additional schooling on top of your bachelor's degree? This is your doctor, exercise physiologist, a chiropractor, um, also the registered dietitian, occupational therapist, uh, physical therapist, like I mentioned, physician's assistant, and then your exercise physiologist, and then physical rehabilitation, similar to a physical therapist. So, what are the closing thoughts on maybe you're looking to get a degree in exercise science, maybe you're just kind of doing some research around exercise science and their career paths. What are my final thoughts? In my opinion, it would be great for, for if you're looking to get into this field to get a personal training certification and get your feet wet working with people in exercise science, working with people because pretty much what you do as a personal trainer bleeds into a lot of the, the job skills that you'll need for your upper tier careers within exercise science. Also, once again, it will allow you to earn money and put yourself through the proper schooling that you need. Uh, but when you think of you know uh, a career path to become a physical therapist, get certified right now, see if you like working with people, uh, start or get to work on your bachelor's degree in exercise science, and then once you get through your, your bachelor's degree, you're going to uh, work towards becoming that physical therapy uh, or get, getting your doctorate in physical therapy. You can be a personal trainer for those seven years and literally put yourself through school to become a physical therapist. And it's a wonderful journey too because you get to help people achieve their health and fitness goals while then learning all about the sciences that are going to help you to be successful as a physical therapist. Um, once again, every career does require different steps and different strategies, uh, but a, being a personal trainer is a great way to, we'll say, get started and get your feet wet in all of those future careers. So last thought is when considering your education and career path, keep in mind the education required, uh, the financial commitment for that education, 
the time investment, whether you want to get to work right away or you can wait that seven to eight years to be a physical therapist or a doctor. Uh, the typical salary that you'll earn relative to what you're doing. If that's a very important thing, you can make a, a lot more money with going up into the uh, upper education levels. And then also the passion you have for this career path. And that's something that, that I hope I can share with you guys is, is my passion for for you know, helping you to make the right decision for, for you. And then also just understanding that passion of, of, of how fun it is to learn about the human body, the exercise stresses that it can overcome, and then pushing yourself to that upper level with uh, either athletics or uh, endurance, whatever it is that, that you really choose. So thanks so much for checking out this edition, the 40th episode of the Certified Personal Trainer Podcast. My name is Eddie Lester, and I will see you all next week right here. Have a good one. As always, thanks for listening to the Certified Personal Trainer Podcast. You can learn more about fitness mentors at fitnessmentors.com. Be sure to share this podcast on social media. And remember, we are here to help you succeed.